Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Greg Schwartz of the Bleach Report to talk about the situation. Greg, tough loss last night, man. I know this This was not the conversation I wanted to have with you man. after the play-in week was over. Um, I think the last time I was on your show, we were talking about different scenarios. And, um, okay, you know, at least they'll be in that 7-8 game, and, oh, that way they can lose one, and then mm. they can win the next one, they can still make the playoffs. And, um, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of positives to look at, but you can't help but just feel – so disappointed for the guys, for JB, for, um, you know, obviously the fans just, I mean, the whole year it was playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Maybe we can get the one seed. Then it turned into, well, maybe we can get a top four and get home court in the first round. Then it's like, well, all right, maybe we're not going to get that. We'll be top six for sure. Top six. And then it was like, oh, okay. We got to be in that seven, eight game. And then just every little part of the season just slipped away piece by piece. And I, like I said, I know there's positives. I know you can say, well, you got your first round pick back from Indiana. I would have gladly traded that first round pick for one series of playoff experience. And I, they wouldn't have beat Miami. Let's, let's keep it a hundred. They would not have beat Miami. They may not, they may be, maybe they would have got swept. I don't know, but I wanted them so badly to get that playoff experience and just get a taste of a real series uh, going into next year. But Man, that was yeah, that was a that was a crushing loss. What happened? I mean, you lose eight of ten, right? And and I go back and, and I'm and I always say I'm not questioning JB. He's done a good job um, throughout the year. I, I just when you to me, I always go back to the Orlando game. I go back to the Orlando yeah. game. They're sitting there, their top two guys, and, and you lose to the to the Orlando Magic. And I'm just I'm just thinking. Don't you have to at that point you tell your guys, look, man, we need this. We this game is a must, and it just seemed like they just down the stretch they just couldn't pull it out uh, against anybody. The defense was just porous; they couldn't score enough points. Uh, what what happened down the stretch? Yeah, that Orlando game you're talking about. I think they they gave up 120 in that game to an Orlando team that didn't even they didn't even have some of their best players. 
that Cole Anthony didn't even play in that game, and they gave up 120 points to a team that's not even trying to win. Um, they, I mean, they said it in the broadcast last night, no team blew more double-digit leads this year than the Cavaliers. And I, you know, not looking it up, but I swear all those happened after the Rubio injury. I, I was like, before that, I feel like everything was under control. You know, they, they would get down in games. It was okay. Their second unit could bring them back. Uh, if they started blowing a lead, it was okay. They had that veteran point guard to try to guide them. I swear all those double-digit losses happened in like the second um, half of the season. At least it seemed like it to me. Um, and again, last night, um, you know, you saw the, you know, I don't want to keep bringing up Rubio, but you saw the lack of bench help. Uh, JB went to eight guys. He didn't even play Jetty Osmond. He didn't play Lamar Stevens. He played Rajon Rondo way too much. For Man. Uh, we're, look, he's, he's called playoff Rondo. He's not called play in Rondo. Okay. Man. We, we can't expect that much from him in playing games. Uh, I, it was just, you, you basically had five guys that you could count on last night. Kevin Love, he gave like 10 minutes to, uh, I think Kevin made one shot. Um, Isaac Okoro, I thought there was, there was a stretch of time in the second half where you really could have used his defense on Trey Young, where Atlanta was getting the switch every time they wanted to. They got Laurie Markkinen on Trey Young. I, I mean, it was game over. Um, with Laurie Markkinen guarding Trey Young um, last night, Trey Young was 5 of 8. He shot 62% and scored 10 points in two minutes uh, when Laurie Markkinen was the primary defender per the NBA tracking data. I, they, they got anything they wanted. And I thought, wow, this, this is the time they need to bring Isaac in. Look, if Isaac's not going to give you anything offensively, this is the time you bring him in. You stop switching things, and you put your best perimeter defender on, on Trey Young, and you say, go shut his water off. You've got to limit the damage because nobody else on this team is going to beat you. But you have this guy that just dropped 32 points on you, just set a career high for, for most points and a half with 32 and you could do nothing to stop him. And, and there was Isaac Okoro just sitting on the bench, not being used. Um, I understand that, you know, Laurie Markkinen had a good shooting night for you, uh, especially in the first quarter. But there was just some adjustments I would have made if I was JB that, that weren't made. And as a result, Trey Young got anything he wanted in the second half, and that was the game. It, and, and what do you make of, you know, while we're talking about rotations, what do you make of, you know, fans and, and myself even, even looking at that game and saying, Look, man, uh, uh, Kevin Love is a guy who, who's been in these type of games. Kevin Love, even go back to the Brooklyn game. Kevin Love wasn't, uh, you know, didn't come up small against Brooklyn. I, I thought he hit some big shots in, against Brooklyn. The 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 moment didn't look big enough or too big for him. And, and I thought he could have gave you some some good minutes, especially when you needed to, to to extend that lead. You know, you were up thirteen, you were up double digits, but you need we needed to expand that with Trey Young being a, a guy that can go off. What, what ten, only ten minutes for Kevin Love? What, what do you make of that? Yeah, that was that was really surprising. To me. We're talking Especially about when, closing. You know, when you, you see you us don't have close, a lot of guys on the team that have been in these we got. We're not talking about. So I think paper, it would have really benefited to have a guy like Kevin on the floor um, that could kind of just calm everybody down, especially when the lead starts slipping away. Um, that could have hit threes for you, uh, especially you know you you had so much success in that first quarter with Laurie Markin and spotting up for three and. You get uh, dribble penetration from either Garland or Karis LeVert, and they kick it out to him, and he hits that three. Um, 
And uh, I, I thought, well, Kevin Love could do that exact same thing. I mean, that's what he does. He's a spot-up three-pointer. He's a better rebounder. Um, and to only use him 10 minutes, I just thought that was you – no, know, obviously, I mean – I mean, you can point to it and say, well, he would have got cooked defensively as well. Well, I understand that, but that's that's the same thing all season. Like, he hasn't changed. You had success with him in that role. Um, his skill set has not changed from the regular season. So, for him to only play 10 minutes, and I mean, he, he hit one of his two three-pointers. He grabbed four rebounds. He stole a pass. Um, he did well in those minutes. I, I, for my taste, I would have played Kevin a little bit more. I would have played Rondo a little bit less. I realize you, you wore out Darius as much as you could with 43 minutes. Um, but uh, Rondo was just not good for you. Uh, I would have liked to see more love. And uh, you you went to your starters as much as you could. Um, Jarrett playing 36 was probably necessary, but obviously he was not the same Jarrett Allen at all, which you know we can't expect him to be coming off that broken finger injury. But um yeah, I, I, there was definitely some tweaks I would have made, but uh, in the end, you had to do something to stop Trey Young, and, and at the end of the day, they just couldn't. Um, <clears throat> talking to Greg Schwartz on the Bleacher Report, or of, of the Bleacher Report, on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I, you know, I started off my show with this. I, I just said, man, I, I looked at this game, and, and I don't know how it'll look. Found to happen. Uh, <laughs> coincide oh, or, or what, the, what that looks like or how it works out. Um, but all I know, man, is there stretches dedicated to getting it done. The Cavs can't seem to get the ball up the court. The Cavs have problems with playmakers and getting to the rim. Uh, and they also have a, a lack of ball handlers as well and, and scoring at times, too. And all I know is Colin Sexton, I've seen him do that at a high level. I, I just just go back and watch him, you know, the year before prior to what he did against the, the, the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, the, the guy can score at that type of level, and I can't help but feel, am I crazy for saying, hey, Colin Sexton could have helped you a lot in this type of game or in the, in the games that where the Cavs struggle to score at some point? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it, we, we got by when we had Darius and um, when we had Ricky Rubio because it was like, okay, here's our main guy, here's our backup guy. We, we got by with that. Karis LeVert is... I, I think he's a good third option as a primary ball handler. I don't like him as a second option. I like him as having, you know, he's like he's like the dessert. I don't want him to be the main course yeah. um, in, in terms of table setters. He's 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 a bonus. Um, obviously, Darius is, is an all star. He's fantastic, but he, he can't do it all himself. Um, especially when you know you saw him last night. He was. He was getting a lot of defensive attention. Um, it resulted in him shooting one of seven from three and turning the ball over five times. And, yeah, I'm sure he was really tired after playing 43 minutes as well. But if you have a Colin Sexton, you have somebody like that who can share that playmaking load that can, you know, he, I mean, he's not the, the passer that Garland is, obviously, but he can create offense for himself. And a lot of these guys cannot do that, you know, as good as, Evan Mobley is right now. He's still in the beginning stages of being able to create for himself. And I thought he did very well as a rookie, but he's not, you know, where, where you'd like him to be long-term. Um, Jared Allen is primarily a guy that needs the ball set up for him. He's not that guy. Laurie Markinen is more of a spot-up shooter. So when you have three of those guys in your starting lineup, you need additional playmakers around them. Because if that's what you want to do next year, you want to roll out that three-big lineup, which that's fine. You've, you've had success with that you need to have two primary ball handlers on the floor at all times, uh, whether that's Garland, whether it's Sexton, whether it's Levert, 
Um, I don't think Rondell will be back. Uh, so you, I, I'd like to see him get another veteran point guard in there um, as some insurance. So uh, Colin was desperately needed last night. And I think the team could see that now. I think they, they see his value. Um, you know, as, as I've said on your show before, the Cavs have about $20 million, just over $20 million in wiggle room before they get to that luxury tax line. Colin Sexton was asking for $25 million last year before the knee injury. Um, it, I think there's a sweet spot there where they could bring him back $18 million a year, $20 million a year. You get him on a deal like that, that's good money for him. That's lifetime money. For the Cavs, you're not breaking the bank. You don't have to pay him 30 35 you know, like a max deal or something like that. And you say, look, we, we really need you here. You're really valuable. You're, you've, you've been a piece of this from day one. We love your work ethic. We love your scoring ability. Let's get this deal done and bring you back. Because whether you start him, whether he's your sixth man, you need his skill set um, in this lineup next to Darius Garland. And that's just going to make life easier for everybody else. Ah, finally. Fi- yes, finally we come around. All you people out there, not saying that me and Greg Schwartz are it, it, the end-all, be-all. It's up to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But, I mean, I, it was painfully obvious. It just it pained me to see it. And you know what I'm going to say? And I think you brought up a really good point. He works hard. He, it's, he's a good dude. Like, it's not like, yeah. hey, he's one of these, you know, we we, we, we lost uh, Porter Jr. And we're like, okay, well, he has some issues, you know. There, you know, when you look at Colin Sexton, he works hard. He's one of, from end to end, one of the most explosive guys from end to end, can get his own shot. And like you said, he's been here since day one. Let no, me. I mean, Colin gives you zero off-court issues. One one quick story about that. I remember one time I was in the locker room, and uh, it was his rookie year, and there was some of the veterans were still on the team, and they were talking about, like, what cities you don't want to go to for the playoffs and, you know, what cities just don't have a great nightlife. I remember Colin sitting there, and he kind of took it all in, and at the end he's like, as long as I got room service, I don't care. <laughs> That's all he cares about. He's like, he didn't want to go out. He didn't want to. He didn't want a club. He didn't want to go to the bars. He just wanted room service and to play basketball. That's that's the type of guy he is. So, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. That's a gym. That, uh, listen, I love story hearing stories like that um, because it just validates the stuff that, that sometimes we, we don't get an opportunity to be around those guys um, as much as you guys do. And, and so that gives us a little insight into to each guy's little, you know, mentality and who they are as a person. When you um, – Help me break this down now. The next question is, we're pivoting. Obviously, uh, you'll start to see the, the you know press guides and you'll start to see articles out about you know the Cavs in this lottery pick, the protected pick um, that they have now. Um, going into the draft lottery, what are the odds um, and what, what does that look like from a standpoint of saying – all right, what is it, what are the odds of the Cavs getting a top five pick, top ten pick? Where do they sit right now, and, and what what are the specs of them getting to keep that that lottery pick? So, I the, the Cavs are going to get their pick. Um, it, it was lottery protected; they did not make the playoffs, so the pick is in the lottery. The bad news is when you have the fourteenth best odds, ninety nine percent of the time you're getting the fourteenth pick. So. Um, technically, there is a 0.5% chance that the Cavs could jump to number one. There's a 2.4% chance that they could jump in the top four. Um, but if you watch the lottery shows, every single year, the team that's projected to pick 14th picks 14th. So, I mean, maybe there's some miracle there 
maybe they jump in the top four and get one of these elite guys coming out of college, and you're like, oh, see, that loss was a blessing in disguise. Now they got this guy moving forward. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to end up – it's going to be the 14th pick in the draft. I'll be real honest with you. I have not researched the middle of the first round because I didn't think <laughs> we were going to get a pick there. Facts. Uh, so I'm, I'm not real familiar with the, the players in the mid first round you'd have to get one of the the draft guys on here to do that but anybody that's hoping the Cavs are going to jump up and get another another draft day miracle we're going to get that number one pick uh yeah that's that's not going to happen they're going to be picking 14th which I mean you could get a good player there I'm not saying you can't get a good player um and at this point in in your in your rebuild uh you can draft the best player available you don't have to worry about position um certainly you'd, you'd like to get another ball handler another wing or guard like that because you're you're pretty set up front but um, yeah, there, it's, it's not going to be any great pick. It's going to be mid, middle first round for sure. Um, speaking of last last question here, uh, appreciate you coming on with me. Short notice. Do you um, do you see the Cavs making any large moves uh, in the off season as far as bringing in any other big players, any big names, or, or dramatically changing the roster that they have currently? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think you want to do too much. Like I said. Um, you work. You try to work out a deal with Colin, and you. I, I assume they want to stay out of the luxury tax for at least one more year. So you try to work out a deal with Colin, eighteen million a year, twenty million a year. I don't think you want to go over twenty right now. Um, Darius Garland is extension eligible. I think though that's that's going to be a quick talk. He's going to get a max deal. Um, he's a superstar in the making. He's an all star. Um, the only argument you can make, maybe back and forth between. Uh, agent and team is, you know, what's what's the fifth year going to be? Is it going to be uh, no options? Is it going to be a player option, which that's what most players ask for, just to have that extra freedom. Um, teams, if they're lucky, get it to be a team option. If if it's just a straight five-year deal, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, honestly, I think that's the best thing for the Cavs. If it's a player option, then the guy can opt out and sign another max deal, which whew, at, the, at that point, Darius is going to be making probably over $50 million. Um, this contract that they're going to sign him to, extension it's going to start in the low 30s and it's going to escalate from there i think he's worth it i think it's a no-brainer um so you if you can get darius on an extension you give colin a new deal a lot of your guys are still on their rookie deals evan's still on his rookie deal isaac's still on his rookie deal um and then whoever you get um you know in the draft will be on the rookie deal for four years then i i don't think they do anything crazy kevin love's going to be on the last year of his contract that's you know i've at this point i think you're happy to bring kevin back at 28 I know it's a little rich, but it's an expiring contract, so then you get that extra cap room next offseason. Um, and then, I, like I said, I don't think you replace Rondo, uh, or I, I don't think you re-sign him. I think you look for a replacement for him. Um, the only name that I think could be on the move, and I think we saw it last night, Jenny Osmond didn't play a minute in, in the biggest game of the year. So I think that could be a guy, you know, he's got a pretty friendly salary, about $7, 8000000 million dollars. It would not surprise me if they dangled him out there. But, again, he, he's not making that much. It's not like you have to trade him. I don't think the Cavs are going to do anything gigantic, seismic. I think they're just going to try to keep their own and then continue to build kind of organically like that. Greg, thank you so much um, for coming on with me, and I appreciate you. We'll be talking throughout the offseason and see what the Cavs are going to do, man. All right, disappointing end, but they still got a really bright future. So we should try to be a little positive today, I guess. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 